Hi there, my name is Yamariam Mariam Taylor and welcome to School Day, a podcast dedicated to telling stories of higher education journeys in Sierra Leone. If you have gone through higher education in Sierra Leone, you definitely have a lot to talk about. I have just completed my first degree at Fura Bay College. The last four years have been a roller coaster. It is usually like this for many young people, but we do not always come back to discuss our experiences after dropping the pen. The relief and excitement makes us forget. <laughs> That's why we are making this podcast for conversations on young people's experiences in higher education in Sierra Leone. For a podcast like this, it is easy to be inundated with topics and get confused because there is so much to talk about. We have decided to start with a familiar topic, study and work balance. I want to hear from people how they strike a good balance between school and work. I know what this means. <laughs> Because I also work during my student days. Balancing the two can be quite tricky and depends on so many factors. I am going to Signal Hill in Freetown to meet Phoebe and Swill. Phoebe is a journalist, an entrepreneur, and she has just wrapped up her degree program at Limca Queen University. I want to find out what it was like for her to study and work at the same time and how she managed to pull it off over several years. Hi, Phoebe. Hi. Thanks for coming. It's my pleasure. Okay. Thanks how for having me. I'm good. Okay. What have you been up to? Mm, up to working. So tell me, Phoebe, what were you feeling when you got accepted into um, Limca Queen University? What were you expecting, basically? Wow, interesting. So when I got accepted, it just got me thinking previously what, you know, schooling was like. So in 2009, I was just a 17-year-old girl who dropped out of school deliberately okay. to start working because I always had this desire to be a broadcast journalist. Okay. I was just a fifth form uh, student. Mm -hmm. While I was working, I decided to take the WASC exam okay. and then go to Farabay College to pursue a diploma in mass communication. Mm -hmm. That journey was a challenge, schooling and studying. So when I got accepted into Limcockwing, what came to my mind was, oh my gosh, I'm going to be doing this all over again. All the stress and the challenge of working and schooling is, is not as easy as, you know, you would want to make it sound or as easy as motivational speakers would want to yes, encourage us to think. It. Right. It's if not as easy. Dream, you can do it, Walt Disney. I wish. I wish. <laughs> but I sense that you're a brave girl. So how were you able to strike a balance between work life and school life? Because I know it's not easy. I've been there. There have been where I had to attend class and then go down to work and then come back to class again. How were you able to juggle that? So what I had to do was, first of all, make sacrifices. 
believe you me, you can't have it all. Mm-hmm. You would have to make sacrifices at yes. some point yes. and get a list, your preference, your priority, a scale of preference, what's mm-hmm. most important to you. So the two important things were work and mm-hmm. school. I couldn't leave school for work and I couldn't leave work for school. Mm-hmm. So what I had to sacrifice was social activities, you know, attending parties, go clubbing, stuff that normal young people would do. I had to make that a sacrifice. Some of those things I had to let go of. So during that time, no jail for you. Hey, indeed. <laughs> so I also want to know, I'm curious to know, what experience did you get from working while studying and how did that shape you as Phoebe Swill? I want to know. What that did was it, um, it, it actually left me under a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. So mentally, physically, I felt the pressure. There were times when I could feel the burnout. It was really tough. Yeah. It, it was tough. Mm-hmm. On some days, I made the conscious decision to not show up for lectures mm-hmm. and made excuses to not show up for work because it was really telling on me physically and mentally. mentally yeah. And on the good side, actually, it strengthened me with multitasking. Mm-hmm. So now, even when I've completed my study, I discover that I have the capacity now to do so much at the same time. Yeah. So mostly if like you have, you give me a 48 hour deadline, I have a personal 24 hours deadline. And I, I know that that has been made possible because of the challenges I went through studying and schooling. Cause your office needs you. Yeah. Your office knows you're studying, but they need you because your salary is paid every month. Exactly. So I need to do work at the office, but as well school, their assignments. We had individual assignments and group assignments. Oh Lord God. Yeah. So with all that challenge that I went through, mm-hmm. it strengthened me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it does have its you know pros and cons. Yeah. So uh, during that time, you needed the money and the job needed you. Girl, so it's a two-way street. Okay. It's a two-way street. Um, have you ever like felt in some way that you know, had the feeling of quitting because I know it's very, very tricky. There were times I felt the same way too. Like I'll be like, oh, I can't do this anymore. I'm going to quit. I'm tired. So did you ever face that kind of situation? I got beyond feeling like wanting to quit. I actually quit at some point. So in 2010, I went to Farabe College to do a diploma in mass communication. The plan was uh, when I complete the diploma, I would continue with uh, my degree. I couldn't because of the pressure of work. And at that time, I was doing two jobs. I was working as a DJ for a nightclub. Back then, I was the only female club DJ in Freetown. I was working as a DJ for a nightclub. And I was working as a presenter different radio stations during that period. So it was challenging. I got to the point where I made a decision to quit school. So I did for a while. What motivated you to go back to school? Because a lot of people would have been stuck in the work life. Mm -hmm. What motivated you to go back to school? So, um, because of also some of the things that I encountered, Mm -hmm. some of the unprofessional things of sexual harassment, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, request for money, for grades. talk about a lot. Exactly. All that pressure. So, throughout going to school, I had to defend my grades by studying hard. I was never in that situation where there was an easy way out, a shortcut, or an alternative to studying. Mm -hmm. So, it was never something I was ready for. Mm -hmm. 
going to tertiary education where now somebody somewhere i i had a lecturer who once called me around two in the morning asking me that he had a dream of me playing with my my boobs and all how unprofessional and disgusting that was so with that and there was another one who was constantly asking me for money whether it's a favor or not it's unprofessional to be asking your students for that so i made a conscious decision not to study at all i told Mm -hmm. myself if this is what it would take to get tertiary education, I don't want it. I don't want to study. I would rather at some point probably leave Sierra Leone, go get my you know degree and come back or just figure something out. And then I heard about Limcockwing. And then I did some research about them. I saw the billboards and I did some research about them. But while I was still dragging my feet to make that decision, my partner at that time, bless him, he was also somebody who was very supportive. So he inspired and encouraged me to try it out it might be different so yeah i did and then i just figured i back then i had probably seven years experience six seven years experience in the field so i decided the practical experience and the qualification would make it very solid for me so i just decided to you know what let me give it a chance. What's the worst thing that can happen? Yeah. So I went for it. Yeah. And I'm glad I did. did. Today, yeah. I not only have the qualification, yeah. but I also have about 13 years plus working experience. So it's a win for me. Kudos to you. Thank you. It was so inspiring listening to Phoebe tell her story. Her experience resonated with mine quite strongly because I have also been there. And yes, she shared with us some tips about having a good balance between school and work. But that will come later. You're listening to School Days, an engaged alone podcast that brings you the experiences of people in their pursuit of higher education in Sierra Leone. Did you do higher education in Sierra Leone? Were you or are you a working student? What was your experience? Send us an email, podcast at engagedsalon.org. I am now heading to Juba Hill in Freetown, where I am meeting James and Isata, two students who are currently working. I want to hear how they juggle work and study. So, we have two people, James and Isata, studying and working at the same time. James, I know you're a family man, you're a comms consultant, and I know you've got some business on the side, and you're studying law. And you, Isata, you're a third-year student at FDC, and you know the drama and the stress that they give us. So, and then you are CEO of Ice Photography. How are you pulling this off? Um, To be honest with you, even I don't know how I I managed to to do this, but I'll tell you it's been a fascinating journey. Um, I could say my, my experience studying and working goes way back to maybe... 2008, 2009. Okay. Um, I started off working as a journalist before making the decision to go to university. I would say over the years, I've built the ability to multitask very well mm-hmm. from that experience. Mm-hmm. So now I can manage. At the moment, there are about three jobs that I do. Okay. I'm able to do that because I learned to 
work and study and manage multiple tasks at the same time. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Now, to you, Aisata, tell yeah. us, how is it going? Well, for me, um, it's it's really a hectic one. Okay. But yeah, because I'm, what I'm doing is what I'm studying. It makes it more exciting, even though it has challenges. Yeah. But I'm able to manage those challenges, you know. Okay. Um, being in school and working at the same time, it's mm -hmm. highly demanding mm -hmm. because you have to excuse your personal time mm -hmm. and then focus on your work and focus on school as mm -hmm. well. So um, I know one particular aspect will have to take more time than the other. So how do you balance that? Okay, before now, before I entered the university, I was working. So I always prioritize my work, mm -hmm. but I value school, okay. yeah? So what I do is I prioritize both of them. I make time for school and I make time for work. But <laughs> the both of them wouldn't have equal time. So one would have to suffer for yes, the other. Yes, the work, the work has... <laughs> I spend okay. more time on the work okay. than school because, you know, school, we have semester, mm -hmm. we have to come and go. So the work takes most, most of my time. Yeah. So, yeah. but and I then, prioritize them. Yes, but. and then school, ha you have lectures, assignments, mm -hmm. you know. And when that comes, when we get to those periods, mm -hmm. so what I do is mm -hmm. I try to focus on school. Okay. That is why I said them. Mm -hmm. I prioritize both of them. Okay. When it's time for work, mm -hmm. I work. When okay. it's time for school, okay. I focus on school. Okay, back to you, Jane. So what I do is, uh, when I come back from work, say around five, mm -hmm. I go to bed mm -hmm. and wake up around nine-ish. Mm -hmm. And at that time, I would help with the babies. Mm -hmm. and my wife would take her rest. I would help with babies till um, they, they, they go to bed. I help mm -hmm. put them to bed in that period. Then I can use the time to sit down to read. I can read for a couple of hours, maybe till 2, 3 in the morning mm -hmm. uh, before I can now go to bed mm -hmm. and wake up early in the morning mm -hmm. uh, and get back to work. Mm -hmm. So managing the time, schedule, uh, every hour counts. I was about to ask, were there times where you felt exhausted, like you were doing too much? Oh yes, uh, there are many times when I even felt pity for myself, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know. Um, I remember there was this one night where I had, a, I had a very, very tight deadline report to deliver. And at the same time, I was preparing for, for an exam. Mm -hmm. And so I was so tired that night. Mm -hmm. It was around one in the morning, but I need to send the report in the morning. Mm -hmm. But I, I keep pushing myself yeah. to continue. I keep pushing myself to continue. And I just sat to myself and like, yeah. man. I'm doing too much. I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, at the level I am, I am now in my communications career, I am able to do this. Mm -hmm. But I must say that it has been a deliberate effort mm -hmm. to get there. I have a lot more control of my time now than in the past. And I have a lot more ability to meet my costs. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. Okay. You just mentioned that you now have control over your time. Aisata mentioned that she is going through challenges with assignments and clients, you know, deadlines and all of that. Are you going through the same? Yeah, of course. Uh, if, you're, if you're enrolled in a regular program, um, you, know, you have to deal with these things. 
And for me, I think the biggest one is preparing for exams and taking exams. Mm -hmm. um, so we take exams twice a year, okay. June and October. Mm -hmm. And usually, um, I try to manage my schedule with deliveries in such a way that those periods are free. Mm -hmm. But always there are times when, because I have my, my retained consulting client where sometimes things come up. Mm -hmm that they never planned for. They interfere with that time. So I, I try to be very disciplined. And sometimes I can negotiate to say, you know what, can you please allow me free for these two weeks or three weeks so that because I'm preparing for an exam, after that I can pick this up. Mm -hmm. Other times, if I cannot negotiate it, I'll just have to shut down. Okay. I'll shut down completely. Um, like during the period I'm taking my exams, that entire day my phone will be off, my emails will be disconnected, mm -hmm. I totally shut down, and then after that I pick things up again. Okay. Um, I said that, have you ever missed any deadlines when it comes to submitting assignments or an exam? Has it affected you in any way? It has not affected my school, but it has affected mm -hmm. my work. Yeah, yeah, I have yeah. lost clients based on that okay. because when it's period for exams, mm -hmm. some clients will start calling you for their pictures and mm -hmm. videos, and then when you don't deliver it to mm -hmm. their time, mm -hmm. they'll see they'll see that you're unprofessional or you don't want to you're not serious with your yeah, job. Yeah. Someone told me that a client told me that, and I eventually lost that client. Yeah, but in terms okay. of school, I I don't really remember I missed any of my assignments okay. or exams or even classes oh okay well that's good that's good i mean you 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 give me that vibe that you're brave you're strong you can handle this yes i am <laughs> so yeah you're you're doing it yes. so um james mentioned that um he negotiates with his clients and he also shuts down when it's time for exams i said do you have a strategy yes i think um i have been doing the negotiation Part of it okay. and of course um, I have my focus that's for sure mm -hmm. most of the times when I'm on exam mm -hmm. I, I try to not relate the work mm -hmm. to school mm -hmm. so I shut down on work mm -hmm. but before I do that I make sure that the priorities are set with my clients mm -hmm. like if I have mm -hmm. a certain client I need to deliver during that period I'll mm -hmm. talk to them mm -hmm. If they don't understand, like Mr. James rightly said, mm -hmm. I'll just shut down. Sometimes I don't even pick their calls. But, but you know, they are very stubborn clients. Yes. They'll come I for you at the house and I have clients who understand that I am a working student. Okay. Yes. When I talk to them, because some of them are parents, they mm -hmm. understand how it's, it's like being a student and working at the same time. Okay. Yeah, so, so, what I do, so how do you deal with the stubborn ones? Because obviously you have emergencies. Some might come to you and go, oh, it's my son's birthday tomorrow. Can you do a photography for in me? In fact, when I'm on exam, I don't take those kind of work because I know it's going to be challenging. Okay. So what I do is, I'm already on work. I'm not on duty. Yeah. So I have to focus. I'm on, a, I'm on exam. So I need to focus on my exam. If you insist on, okay, but it's next week. Can you mm -hmm. do it this week? Sometimes says I need I need to do it because I need transport fare. I need yeah, to get money. Exactly. I need to do it, but at the same time, the school is the priority. We have been discussing school, work, business, money, but I haven't heard anything about stress. How do you handle that? Like <laughs> I know because I've been there. 
there are certain oh, models that are headache. <laughs> so please tell us. Stress is part of the process. It's part of it. So every student must offer stress. <laughs> it's your breakfast. It's your lunch. It's your dinner. Every student. So imagine you working and then having a stress module. Anyways, it's it's interesting, boy. Yeah, we go through stress. And then you leave that stress at school mm. and run to the other stress. I try to manage it. I don't want it like to affect me okay. personally because when you allow it to affect you, mm -hmm. you can't be able to deliver both sides. Yeah. You can't be able to deliver the work, mm -hmm. and, and 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 you can't be able to to go and focus on your studies. Mm -hmm. So because it's it's part of the process. So you have to, mm -hmm. as a student, working student, precisely, you have you should be able to manage that. James, even though you mentioned that you have um control over your time, but I know at some point you would you you would be faced with stress. There's there's no strategy with stress, my dear. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, <laughs> the, the the interesting thing is, uh, when it comes to dealing with stress, sometimes they need the one. Exactly. You know, exactly. and you just have to put everything aside mm -hmm. and give yourself a break. Okay. You know, uh, there are times if you don't do that, if from in my case, you sit down mm -hmm. and you read, nothing sticks, nothing you comprehend nothing mm -hmm. because they don't want. Mm -hmm. You know, that is your signal, that mm -hmm. is your red alert to mm -hmm. say, you know what, you need a break. So um before we go, I would like you to to share some tips with us mm -hmm. on how to manage work and school. James? Um, <laughs> from my point of view, yeah. I think the first thing you need to know is that if you're going to be working and studying, mm -hmm. you better study something that is relevant to your work. Okay. Otherwise, it's a painful experience mm -hmm. if you're studying something that has no real value to the work you do. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it's a challenge for both ways. If you're in employment and, and you're not like Kaisata, you're mm -hmm. self-employed. Mm -hmm. um, if you're in employment, um, that employer wants to see that they're getting value for the time that you're taking off. Yeah. And the only way you can convince them that they're getting value is to show them that, well, I'm learning how to do this work better yeah. by doing this program. Mm -hmm. Another thing you need to have is have a career plan. Okay. And so that career plan sort of guides you. Mm -hmm. Now, um, there's a strategy, there's a plan. Mm -hmm. uh, the strategy is more long-term, okay. which is like, in five years, I want to be a communications consultant and lawyer. Mm -hmm. This is what I need to do. Mm -hmm. But then the plan is, um, tomorrow mm -hmm. I have 24 hours. Yeah. In that 24 hours, I'm going to sleep for X number of hours, mm -hmm. 8 hours. Mm -hmm. And then in that 8 hours, I have to do this in the morning, mm -hmm. this in the afternoon, this in the evening. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm very strict about how I set my calendars. Okay. And so my plan is fit right mm -hmm. in there. Mm -hmm. I also like the fact that you mentioned schedule because that is something a lot of students do not have. And a schedule is very important in planning your day. Um, I thought, do you keep schedules for your day? Of course, yes. Um, that is why we go back to when clients come and ask me to do photo shoot for them mm -hmm. on their children's or their birthdays. Mm -hmm. So what I do is I tell them, because if my schedule 
it's um within a period of school i'll tell you that no i can't take this yeah. you know mm-hmm. i can't take this because i have school yeah. but if i'm going for 4 p.m mm-hmm. to 6 p.m then i'll tell you okay can we do it in the morning can mm-hmm. we take pictures in the morning and mm-hmm. i will deliver later mm-hmm. so then some of them understand and they will tell me yeah, okay no problem okay. so most times that is what i do many thanks to isata and james for sharing their experiences with us. It can be quite stressful, as you heard from them. Balancing school and work is never easy, but it is something that helps shape you up, build your character, and prepare you for the professional world. When I spoke to Phoebe, one of the questions I asked her was to share some tips on balancing school and work. I promised to share those with you. So here we go. So here's one thing. So because I know I am burdened by work and school and limited time to also be studying, what I did was I made conscious effort to, first of all, try not to miss lectures. When we have a conversation in class, when they lecture, it helps me to stick in. So it reduces the amount of time I'll need to spend studying. So if you're in that situation as well, what you need to do is make time to attend lectures. Because if you don't attend lectures, you use work as an excuse to your lecturers. They would understand, but guess what? The pressure is going to come back on you, especially when it's time for exams. You're going to have to spend much more time studying and catching up with the notes. Whereas if you're in class and you're listening to the lecture, it's going to help you to retain some of the things because it's a part of you now. Another thing you need to learn to do is give yourself a personal deadline. So for example, if you're given an assignment in school and you're told you need to deliver this assignment in seven days, give yourself your own personal deadline that gives you probably two, three days window. It's going to always help you. So you would not be running around helter skelter trying to, you know, catch up with the time. You would always be ahead of the time. Do not make excuses and don't let your work suffer as well because if work suffers you need the money when they kick you out of your job how are you going to manage the finances printing assignments printing this and that you need that too and to top it off school fees exactly so (laughs) you really need to find a way to create that balance make sure your workplace they understand you're studying and your school they understand you're working as well from me and thank you for listening to the first episode of our school days podcast i am ya mariam taylor my producer has been mariatu kabar school days is an engaged salon podcast follow us on social media and get the conversation going there we also welcome your comments and questions send us an email podcast at engagesalon.org.